I need everybody to silence their cell phones. I need you all to hold your applause. And most importantly, shut your mouth because United Wrestling Podcast is live, baby. Had to get my Mike Goldberg impersonation there because he <laughs> sings every damn UFC fighter's name. I'm your host, Dustin Strunchin, and then to the left, I got yeah. hailing from Ashboro, North Carolina, what? The lean, mean, farting, farting machine, my co-host. <laughs> the shyster, baby. <laughs> and from the right, hailing at 5'2", 250 pounds. He is the best in the world at McDonald's. It is Dad, Dave. I say the best in the world at McDonald's, Dave. Oh my god! Okay, I'm not gonna lie. That was that was quite classic, actually. I uh, it, except fart. Did you really have to put the farting machine thing in there? Come on now. Anyone's heard you. Anyone's heard you fart? They would know. Well, well, Dave, you are short as fuck, and you're fat as fuck. Not two fifty. Okay, well, okay, two twenty. Maybe exaggerated a little bit. Not even two twenty. Okay, okay two hundred okay, pounds at five two. I was like, point being, you're short as fuck. You're not supposed to be fat as fuck. So there you go. Anyway, EMB says you're five six, but Alexa Bliss, who's five foot, was at your neck. <laughs> so, <laughs> Can we move on, please? And, and Zelina Vega was at your fucking ear, bro. Like she she's under like, five foot. Yeah, it's like yeah. So somebody lied to y'all ass. Can we move on, please? <laughs> oh. oh God, yeah, we can definitely. I mean, we should make a sh- shot game here at United Wrestling Podcast every time Dave gets salty. Bro, I'd no, be on the floor podcast. dead. So, if, if that was if that was the case, there would be no host of the show because you and I would be so fucking wasted, and any viewer <laughs> would be dead. So, it, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Anyway, we are live, and we just got a couple things before we go into the who booked this shit part of the podcast. On SmackDown, um. So since we la- since we recorded our last podcast, there's a couple weird notes of news during the wrestling week. One is a specific lunatic that has left John Moxley. Yeah, baby. Or- yeah. That uses Twitter for the first time in eight years, seven or whatever, years. seven years seven to announce years. his return, which yep. was shocking wow. in its own right. Probably why he's not following anybody because he married Renee way after. That's as funny why she ain't following him either. He ain't following her either. Huh. But thoughts on Mr. Moxley. Shapes, uh, go ahead. Well, I'm not going to lie. The, the video package that he did, that vi- like, which was WWE assisted, by the way. Um, How do you? It, it came out that that was a WWE assisted video. They helped him with that. They helped him create huh. that shit. And Just... it was like that, that video pretty much summed up who John Moxley is. And it's, like, what he loves to do, all that crazy shit with the barbed wire and shit. And I, I was, like, when I woke up and saw that, it was, like, first off, you have a notification in your Twitter uh, notifications from Dean Ambrose. Like, what? <laughs> uh, oh, okay, I, was, I forgot I was even following this. And then it was, like, dude, this vid- that video was sick. And yeah. it was, like, yeah, I, I hope he does actually get to have some of those matches. You know, well, now that he's gone, he can have those matches, those crazy-ass matches that he loves so much. And I, I was ecstatic as fuck, not going to lie. I, I was happy as hell. Dude was licking barbed wire. Hell yeah. And he just punched it and put it around his wrist. You know, definitely channeling John Moxley that was, we like, all loved. Licking bloody barbed wire, nonetheless. Well, I mean, dude's been hit with white tubes. and <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I glass put through tags, glass. I mean, I'm dude. just like, I'm just like, I'm glad that Dean's gonna be able to like take some time away from the watered down shit that WWE was doing with him, and you know get to be free and have matches that he wants to have for a little while. Well, most importantly, he probably gets that break he wanted. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm happy because you know I was a Mox fan before WWE, and it's just like it's cool to see him. You know, I heard he gets full creative control over his character wherever he goes. So he finally, if he turns heel, he actually gets to do it his way. You know, bring out the villain. You know, badass, psychotic freak. You know, Dean Ambrose was just a shell of what John Moxley was as a lunatic. Because it's like I so. think I think we can all agree that during his time on the Indies when he was doing heel Moxley. That was some of the best indie heel work you could ever oh, see. Yeah. 
Only oh. reason I'm not asking Dave is because he didn't know who John Moxley was before WWE. So, <laughs> Wait, is that true? Yes. My research wasn't very good. <laughs> oh, God damn! He's a WWE mark, which is nothing wrong with that, but Ooh, buddy. Anyway. The box is really cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Where do you think he ends up? Like, with the W assistance, does that mean he's going back there? Well, his time I mean, point? it's like, if, according to the reports that came out after he did that video, is that he's going to take the break that he wants from WWE while, while being able to work where he wants to work, but eventually six months to a year down the road they want to bring him back but as john moxley they don't want to bring him back as dean ambrose that was and, a stipulation i'm sure and it's like so it's and the thing about it is like you know i hope that's true too but i hope at the same time it's like when they if they bring him back as moxley they don't fuck it up because yeah. they, could, they could very well much screw up john moxley easily i but, just I think does he'll his, be back eventually. Does his character really play to Delito with the violence and you know, the psychoness? You know, does that really? Like, well, it would play? make sense. It would make sense on the Fox side if they want edgier shit. Then, yeah, no, he would be great on Fox. That's a good point. I mean, so it's like they could they could let him. You know, he could be he could be part of that edgy, more violent side that they want. I don't know. I mean, I. I because everyone was pointing at AEW because people thought there was a tease, but now that you mention the... Like, what was the tease? I didn't see it. It was two dice... Yeah, blind. It was two dice hanging on a, in a picture on the wall of the prison that he was coming out of. Uh-huh. And they were... It was a picture of two dice, and one of the dices was on the two side, and the other dice was on the five side for 225, or for 25... Which is the date of Double or Nothing? Yeah, which makes sense because the dice are kind of the logo. And it's in AW, Vegas. Especially. I say, and it's in Vegas. So, do you it, think he shows up then? I, I I don't see. I mean, it's it's. I mean, with the tease, I don't know. If you you people could just be too much looking. You know, too looking into it too much. Or, I mean, he very well could show up at Double or Nothing. That would be sweet as fuck. Some tells me Ambrose mm-hmm. ain't gonna sign a contract of any company, though. No, it's like it, it seems to me. I think he's gonna do what he wants to do while having his break, but yet he's gonna choose when he works and where he wants to work. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think he's gonna sign any exclusive contracts, I mean, especially though he wants to bring him back. I mean, I mean, he, might, he left on really good terms, which makes me think that he may be back at some. So it's like I mean, he might show up at he might show up at Double or Nothing, but it could be a one off, or yeah. or just like they bring him in for certain dates that he tells him he wants to work there or it's going to be, it's going to be just interesting to see where he works and when he works. The one thing about AEW is if he's going to go back to WWE, then he ain't going to go there. Yeah, that's first. That's, that's, that's very true though. It's like if he, if he plans on going back to WWE anytime within the next year or so, he's, he's, he's not going to step foot in AEW because, well, we know how that goes over. Or the impact rumors that I have no idea. Oh, God. I don't understand where that came from. I really hope. I ain't hating on impact. It seems like they turned around. You know, I've been seeing people tweet their shows. It seems like there's a good product going on, right? I haven't watched in a long, long time. But Yeah, I heard that recent I don't know. show. I just that don't they think did. they have star power that Mox would want, though. It's like that recent show they did. What the hell was it called? Rebellion or some shit? Yeah. Uh, I heard, yeah. I heard, I've heard nothing but good things about that show. Yeah, no, I mean, I've heard, I've heard TNA's been doing good. They, they just went such a sinker that no one watches anymore. They don't know where to watch them half the time. Right, it's like, I mean, like, I, I agree with your point on, I don't know if they would have, like, the match caliber that he would want. Or, yeah. like, I mean... I mean, Sammy Callahan versus Moxley would be cool. That would be sweet. I, I, I would that? love to see that. <laughs> but, alright, well, there's that. And Speaking of AEW... I was seeing an interesting concept today. I mean, I, I I'm interested. I'm in, first off, AEW is gonna be a traditional pay per view, so if you want to watch that, yeah, that'll be cool. And then I saw the Battle Royal. This is a kind of an interesting concept, which makes me think they might be unique. They're gonna have, you know, kind of like the Royal Rumble. You know, people are gonna come in at spurts, but every three minutes, five guys are gonna enter the Battle Royal. Okay, that's pretty cool. At one time. Okay, that's that's badass, actually. That's, that's really like awesome. Spin. 
that's a spin concept on you know the Royal Rumble Battle Royal. I don't know what inspired it, but that's like. Well, I mean, it, it, it switches up tradition because it's like whether you know when you have a Royal Rumble esque match, whether it be the Rumble itself or you know a match of similar style. It's like it's the same thing, you know. All right, you start got two guys start off every so many intervals, blah blah. Another person, all thirty, you know, all that. But that's a nice spin on. It. It's like no, you know what? We'll do it. Entrance, couple entrance, and then well, fuck it, all of you go out. Five of you go out there. And, five guys start in the ring. They start the match, which is new in its own because right. it's like. Well, I guess not. I mean, it's not the Royal Rumble. It's a battle royal, so I guess WWE battle royals there is people already in the ring. So I guess in that part, it's actually not all that untraditional, but. Yeah, the five guys hit her at one time. The dynamics on that, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> but that's the thing. The great, is, they're going to be some of the greatest spots I've ever seen. Hey, <laughs> you know, those eye pokes and those punches, Dave's going to think it's the greatest punch he's ever seen. In his life. <laughs> Shut up. But Dave ain't going to watch it because he only exclusively is exclusively loyal to Raw. And I will watch there. Double or Nothing if I can find it. You might not even know who runs it. <laughs> who started? Who started Double or Nothing besides Cody Rhodes? The Young Bucks. Okay. Who's their investor? That's another one. <laughs> I don't know the owner's name exactly. Who's yours? Love you, Dave. Uh, love I'm going to do a hard pass on this question next. Oh, boy. We anyway, love you, Dave. I'm going to say we love you, Dave. All right. So, uh, uh, there's that. So, AEW looks cool. I mean, there's two other bits of news. Uh, I just saw this today, but Sasha Banks, you know, people look into this. means comedy lets wrestle on a Tessa Blanchard's post. Just like Ambrose, like, Sasha going to Impact, like, well, I really it's hope it's all not. speculation. You know, you see people see an Instagram comment and they you know, like overreact. Yeah. So I'm not like. But what would you think of the boss and impact? I mean, I, as, I, much, as much as I would love to see uh, Tessa and Sasha have them out, I think that would be really fucking good. I don't think Impact would be the best career move. No. Tessa wrestles for other promotions still. Why not have it there? Like. I mean, I guess they would give her a good title reign, and I think that's what Sasha wants is being booked. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, and as we've seen, as we've seen with Impact's history, shit, you walk in there fresh off WWE TV, they'll give you a title run within like a month. The only difference yeah. is at least Sasha's new, young, and fresh still, and like you know Kevin Nash, yeah, Booker, RVD returns, so they're still <sighs> going that route a little bit. Hey, Sandman showed up. Yeah. No, Sandman. Sandman showed up on Impact. Like, what? Where's he been? <laughs> but, uh, alright, that's enough Impact. Um, so news broke that Goldberg yes. is going to be at Saudi Arabia yeah. or whatever the event. Do they actually have a name for it right now? I, I, I just heard it referred to as the Saudi event right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's for, original. What do you think about Bill Goldberg being back? No. Why? Uh, I'm gonna quote. I'm gonna agree with Randy Orton on this one. Uh, that's another couple million dollars wasted because he at no he at no juncture whatsoever does he need to be back at all. But let alone with what they're speculating on doing with him, that's that's just extreme, extremely stupid, and a lot of money wasted. Yeah, I, I uh. If you want, Dave, you're a huge Goldberg person. What do you think? No, I'm not. And secondly, he's had his run. Why does he need to come back? What's the incentive? Oh, let's... Oh, and I already know. Spoiler alert for everybody who doesn't already know this. They want Goldberg and Lesnar to have another feud at SummerSlam for the WWE title. That is not confirmed. We've already seen this. I don't want to... I I don't want to believe it. I could see. I it. haven't seen the official. Res- you know, I don't until it happens. I'm one of those guys until it happens. I can do spoilers and make ourselves look like dumbasses. So it's a heavy speculated rumor. Well, it's I mean, Vince. It's like, I could see it. I mean, the only oh, well, I could see it too. But the only the only truth that I could see on that is, of course, you know how much Fox wants that, and Vince is they, gonna they want it. Yeah, Fox Vince, wants Vince it. is gonna bend <sighs> over backwards to please those guys. 
Bends over backwards for Lesnar. And, well, obviously Goldberg, too. Hey, apparently, rumor has it, Goldberg's going to challenge Kofi Kingston for the WWE title at Saudi Arabia. And there is a heavy rumor that he's going to win it. That's what we know. And it's like, you. My, my thing is this. If you're talking about horrible ratings already, which we are, then oh. you think in a logical mindset that giving the title to Goldberg would help that? What's scary, though, too, is like they mentioned today, Fox wants to end the brand split, which means there might only be one title. Oh, and I was hearing that they might combine, you know, have Lesnar win the Universal title and Goldberg win the WWE title, and they'll fight. And Lesnar will win both belts, probably at SummerSlam or WrestleMania. Probably WrestleMania. Say Goldberg oh. and him will probably have a match at SummerSlam because Fox won't be there yet. Lesnar went in at some point during Fox. Oh, God. Oh, so Brocky two belts. That's the rumor. Like I said, it's all speculation, but I know for sure Fox wants to end the brand split, so that could very well mean only one title. Oh, God. Just kind of like the women's championship that unified. <laughs> but they're going to probably unify it. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just hope Goldberg, I mean, I thought the last run he, was his last run because he just wanted to have his kids see him wrestle, like, I know money talks. Two million is a lot of money. I mean, money talks. I did read he signed a new contract too, so that probably means more than just one appearance. Money talks and bullshit walks, homie. Heck, I even saw McFoley said he wrestled in a Hell in a Cell match there if the money was right. No one wants to see that, please. I'll say nobody would ever want to see that ever. Sorry, Especially a red cell. Oh god. Especially, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like sorry, Mick, love you, but nobody wants to see that ever. They leave your infamous Hell in a Cells for good memory. I mean, Goldberg, as much as we may not be Goldberg, he's super over. People love the guy, so he's going to generate money just like Lesnar somehow does. Damn Except it. for Rusev and Randy. You know, obviously Rusev, Biggie, and Randy aren't fans. <laughs> Especially Randy. Randy's tweet, was the, Randy's tweet was the best, though. Two million wasted. All right. Well, that's some of the best parts. Um, Damn it. <laughs> back to it's time to officially recap Raw and SmackDown. Fuck. I'm going to be honest with you guys. You know, I try not to be negative, but there was nothing going for this show. So, um, And I know a lot of you agree with me because I was reading a lot of other podcast accounts and they turned it off. So, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> this is a plug. You know, Maybe we can uh, pop, you know, collapse someday. I'll plug that in, though. So we start off with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Ugh. Who is a SmackDown superstar? <laughs> Ugh. He says he has unfinished business with Drew McIntyre. Oh boy! Yay! So match we saw at WrestleMania. He's going. So Vince McMahon comes out. Who absolutely sucked on the mic, by the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and. Oh, here's a great one. Kofi Kingston comes out. Another SmackDown guy. <laughs> Yay! Correct me if I'm wrong, but did we not do a brand, brand split two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Not you mean a superstar shakeup? Or superstar, whatever. It all sucked. And then Mr. Fickle came out. Mr. Fickle. Daniel Bryan came out. And Drew said that Roman went to SmackDown because he was afraid of him, so that's up another... Oh, my God. Okay, so Kingston get... and Bryan versus Reigns and McIntyre. Oh, my God. This... <sighs> Seriously. Who booked this shit? So Vince comes out with an excellent idea. A wild card rule now where four... Well, it was three, but it got added to four. Four SmackDown superstars can show up on Raw every week, and four Raw guys can show up on SmackDown every week. So You're let's, not... let's do away with the brand split while yet not doing away with the brand split. Is pretty yeah. much essentially what this whole thing amounts to. Is pretty much essentially what it amounts to is we wanted to do the brand split, but the people that we air our the networks we air our show on don't want that. So I'm going to try to cover my ass to not make myself look like an idiot. So we're going to come <laughs> up with a wild card rule. Which he already did. He's already made himself look like an idiot. Uh, yeah, he always makes himself look like an idiot, but on the whole brand split concept, superstar shakeup. It's like, we did it a couple weeks ago, 
but then oh USA and Fox don't want that so I'm gonna we're gonna slowly do away with it until people just don't fucking remember it whatsoever but remember Alan he's a genius in what well yeah maybe 10 15 years ago same ruthless aggression era and attitude era I mean like all the way up until the end of the ruthless aggression era then well yeah things happened he he made his you know stock up to Wall Street, Linda Ranford. And ever since then, it just got terrible. So, we get a great match. This is a pairing we've never seen before. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles versus this new team. Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley. Baron Corbin! Not a new team. And this match, they played, obviously, to AJ and Rollins. And I think, if I believe, if I remember right, AJ walked out with Seth. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. After he he mistakenly hit him with a phenomenal forearm. Mistakenly. Quote, unquote. Baron Corbin pinned the Universal Champion. Baron Corbin! (laughs) I just can't believe those two are still tagging. Yeah, that's fresh. New concepts. Mr. (laughs) Jacob, yep. Fresh. Yeah, it's like... (laughs) I just... You know, (laughs) at this point, from what we've been dealing with for the past you know, year now, I would say. This shit should surprise you on how bad it actually gets. But when you sit there and re- when it, when you sit there and think and it really doesn't surprise you, that's when you know you've done fucked up. Because mm-hmm. if you're sitting there thinking, you're watching this, and you think, God, this show sucks. And then that becomes a trend for more than six months and going on to a year now. You really have created something that sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh. Let's run the numbers of Raw and the ratings. The first hour, 2.4. You know, Roman Vince, you know, probably helped that. Second hour, 2.2. The third hour, 2.0. So barely anybody, like, it was almost two under 2 million. There's a point where WWE was averaging 3 million an hour. That's horrible. This week and last week were the worst rating Raws of this year. But it's like... People watched the first hour, you know, probably to see what happened. But obviously, people were done after that. Yeah, because what? Correct me if I'm wrong, but Dave, you watched it live. When was the um, when was the revival segment? It was later. It was like the third hour. It was like well, the that explains why. Okay, but right. it's just like it. One of the biggest things, though, that we've like, we've talked about before is Raw does not need to be three hours. It's never no. needed to be three hours, ever. That's just pleasing the TV deal once again. And it's like, you come up with this... I mean, not that I'm saying going back to two hours right now would be any better because it'd still be the same old crap, but I, I think that w- that should be something they should look into in the future of maybe cutting that third hour. That's why yeah. SmackDown does a little bit better because they're only two hours. And they have more. they have at least a little more time to focus on what really matters. Versus, yeah. Wrestling. Well, versus, well, their storytelling. One of those big-time storylines, not these random-ass thrown-together. Yeah, it's, it's like they have more time to focus on their storylines and things. And I'm not saying that it's great by any means, because trust me, SmackDown Tonight was not exactly one to write home about. But <laughs> it, it, it's a little bear, more bearable because you don't have, you, you, you get to turn the TV off at 10 o'clock instead of 11. So, yeah. Ugh. Well, most people are tuned out by 11. Ten o'clock anyway on Raw, so be- <laughs> that's because it sucks. But like I said, Corbin won, so it looks like Baron Corbin's probably gonna be getting a title shot here soon. Oh, so obviously, Duddy's you know booking him to the moon again. Baron Corbin, <laughs> we get it. Hey, freaking Cleveland, Ohio's favorite son, bare knuckle boxer, um, <laughs> Mister Bangles- Money Debate winner. I said whatever, whatever city they're in's favorite son. The guy who beat Kurt Angle in his last match. <laughs> uh, the guy former who, Raw general manager. The guy, former Raw general manager. The, the Money guy, the Bank winner. The Andre Giant Rumble winner and United States champion. The guy who sent Dean Ambrose packing. Um, <laughs> it, it's like, good God. I like Baron Corbin. I, I, I love, I love I, Baron Corbin. I don't know if that's my unpopular opinion. But I actually do like Baron Corbin. I think he's great as a heel. Yeah, Imagine being a baby face. Huh. Can you ever imagine Baron Corbin being a babyface? No, he's no. he's naturally a heel. 
naturally. Yeah, except when you see him on Mixer say, having a good we, time. I say, except when you see him sitting there streaming and talking to people, laughing and carrying on. Like, <laughs> yeah. Boy of Time has changed from him saying he doesn't like it. All right. You want it? This is a perfect explanation of Raw this week. A trash can. <laughs> what was the point of this segment? Braun Strowman beating down Sammy and him into a trash can. Like, but, what? My thing what is, is like, my thing is like, if you're gonna do that though, this is I know we'll we'll cover it in a minute, but I just want to combine the two together for a minute. If you're gonna do a, first off, like if you're gonna do a beatdown like that, at least fucking sell it. The very next night on SmackDown, he doesn't even sell it at all, and then, like you said, the point of it was what? See, Sami Zayn's one of the best things on Raw right now, and Strowman. I mean, I like the guy, but he's been. They dwindled him down so far that it's like he fell off the chain. So it's like, what's the point of him having him beat up Sami Zayn? It's because Strowman's our new big show, that's why. I don't know about that yet, but... Well, he's getting there. They, I say he's had several pushes and Vince won't pull the trigger off of it on him, so... I don't understand exa- at all. I mean, maybe they want to demonstrate what Raw's like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what everybody wishes they could do to themselves while they're watching this crap. (laughs) Or where they could put this show, one of the two, whichever analogy you want to go with. And this is the second hour pause we're talking about. The Lucha House Party beat local talent. Like, what? Um, What? Makes no sense. Yeah, usually the local talent thing is for, like, new tag teams. Some monster or some yeah like like Strowman did when he first started or ours was like or, or like yeah, it's a, what the fuck? I wonder how many people in the arena use that as their piss break. <laughs> oh, there's two local. Hey, it's better. There's two local competitor matches tonight. Hey, wasn't Lacey <laughs> Evans the second one? Yes. Yeah, we'll get there. So why are we trying to make the Lucha House Party look strong? I have no idea. Why are we I trying mean, to even make that a thing? I mean, they're a talented <laughs> team. Don't get me wrong. They're good wrestlers, but they're, they're, I, I don't know. This is even worse. Ricochet versus Bobby Robert Rude. I mean, I like Ricochet, but they repackaged Robert Rude with that god-awful mustache and name <sighs> change. But yeah, he lost his first match back. Uh, Wouldn't this be his second match? He won his first match back. Okay, point is, he's only had like a couple matches, and they had him lose at Ricochet. I mean, they're not going to have him win because Ricochet is the one in the money in the bank. Oh, this match was if Robert, Robert Rude won, he would take Ricochet's spot in the money in the bank. Well, obviously, they're not going to take Ricochet out of a match like that. because uh, he's going to have these amazing you know spots. You know, he's not going to win, but the whole thing about you know him jumping off ladders and stuff. Yeah, his, his spots are going to be insane in that match. That's going to. I mean, he couldn't beat anybody else then. Yeah. Or Cesaro. Well, is it he? I do believe he is. He's in the Money in the Bank match, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Is he? I don't know, actually. I don't think he, I don't think he is. I thought he was. Maybe I was wrong. I'm going to look that up. I, was like, I, might, I might be wrong, but I don't, I don't believe he is. But, but my thing my thing would be like if you're trying to build up Robert Rude, hello ladies. Like <laughs> it's like Sorry. you couldn't have picked anybody else for him to beat and trying to build that new character up aside from having it cuz you know he's going to lose that match because Ricochet's in the money in the bank ladder match. Yeah, yeah throw him a local talent. That's what we do nowadays. Say hey, we've already had two of them anyway. Yeah, so. it's like you have two of them, so hell. I'm sure you can find a third indie guy looking for a little exposure. So have have, have Robert Rude destroy him. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But then again, nothing does anymore. No, no. I was wrong. Yeah, no, it's Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Drew, Barry, Finn, Ali, Andrade, Randy. Yeah. For some reason, I thought since I was in. Maybe it's because I wanted to get one more push. But that ain't going to ever happen. Just like Bobby Rude ain't going to ever happen, obviously, at this point. Nope. Even though both deserve it, in my humble opinion. Of course, absolutely. I, I, I believe it on. I believe it on both of them. They both should be in a higher spotlight than they are. Yeah, like you do, though. We're not the genius, supposedly, like Vince is. So. 
if that's what a genius, if that's what qualifies you as a genius, then we're all fucked. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Up next, Lacey Evans. Over, don't forget the number one contender against speculation this Sunday. Beat up a local talent and like, what is this her first or second match? Like, it's like her. Is she based in Italia or did she beat up Natalia? I think I that, can't I think remember. that was just a beatdown. I do believe. I think. I, yeah, from what I remember, all I know is she had that incredible like mood self thing. But. Yeah. So you're trying to build up a number one contender by beating up beating up on a unknown talent like. Oh, and you invite all you invite Naomi, Alexa, Natty, and who else Dana down Dana. to watch you? Dana Brooke. Oh, and Dana Brooke. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, I like Lacey Evans. I know I'm one of the few people that are happy for this because it's so new. Yeah, it's like well, I, I, I'm glad. I, I love the fact that it's that Lacey's getting you know that somebody news in there, but it's just like the way that you're going about booking the whole damn thing is completely stupid. Say so a whole bunch of beatdowns, brawls, and then her being a local because talent. then has Becky had a match since? No, not that I no. know. <laughs> and it's like, and then. You, you know, she beats up a local talent first off, and then, then you go into the brawl between the two of them, again. <laughs> it makes, it's yeah. like, it's it, it, seriously, it's like, it, it, what, what, I would love to know what the thinking is behind half of this. Alright, I don't I, know. I can't tell you. Up next, we got the Viking Raiders versus Zack Ryder and Kurt Hopkins. The Viking Raiders won. Whoa! Yay! Whoa. I mean, uh, uh, hopefully that implies a tag team title opportunity at some point. Well, well obviously they... they pin the champions. But it's just like, Actually, are they facing? Are they facing each other? Money bank? I don't know the money bank card off the top of my head. I don't know if they've got announced for a match at Money in the Bank yet. I haven't seen it. Not say nothing. I don't know. Not that I've seen on anywhere. No, say because it's gonna be iconic versus Oscar and Kari Sane. I think that's the only tag team match right now. Teddy Long Dying is up. somewhere. Teddy Long is somewhere crying. <laughs> tag know, team match player. <laughs> I like four Raiders would be cool. Zach Ryder and Hawkins are just random ass. I mean, they're not random. Obviously, they've been together most of their career, but I don't know. The War Raiders are. Because I'm, I'm going to call them the War Raiders, even though they are the Viking Raiders or whatever. War Raiders. Well, they're, well, they're the Viking Raiders. Get yeah. It. I'm going to call them the War Raiders because, well, the Viking Raiders just sounds weird. They're the Viking Raiders. Um, you know, it gets sued by the Minnesota Vikings and Oakland Raiders. Yeah, that's pretty much... All right, we've never seen this match before. It's not like we just saw it at the, you know, WrestleMania. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Yay. And, yeah. It's really, it's honestly like, um, okay, decent match. Uh, Never seen it before. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah, we did a month ago. Oh, it has a twist. It has a twist. Twist. Oh, Shane and Elias hit the ring and beat him up. Okay. Yay. That was your idea of a twist? I'm thinking like the idea of a twist would be like Roman turning heel or something. Like, that's <laughs> oh, your that's idea of a, a twist. What? It just came out from the crowd. With a chair chasing off of Shane and Elias. Oh boy, that's another twist. Wait, no, it's not. <laughs> and then there's a twist tomorrow or Tuesday I mean, on at SmackDown. Least up a storyline. I mean, that's surprising. That's only because Shane's in it. <laughs> yeah, that storyline should have you know stopped at WrestleMania. Shane got the victory. Beat up Potato Face. Yeah, <sighs> it's like the only reason that storyline's getting more exposure is because good God, Shane fucking McMahon's in it. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Sorry, they're building the Elias Roman storyline. Is that is that better for you? Uh, no. Yeah. That's I guess more credible. She got it. That should that feud. I think should get more coverage. I mean, it, it should. Roman's obviously, 
big dog. I know Michael Cole, you know, went all excited about that. Jesus, he cummed himself this week. <laughs> <laughs> See, when he got to when he got to open up Raw with it's the big dog. The big dog well, this wild card rule you'll probably get to say it a lot more. Oh God. Well, uh, I'm sure Cole was like, you know, Vince, I, uh, I I'm not going to tell you what to do or how to book anything, but um, can can we get more Roman appearances on Raw so I can say my one liner? Since you know I can't say it's boss time anymore. <laughs> let me at least let me at least be able to say the big dog every Monday. Ugh. Yeah, uh, this is the part where people turn off the show. Oh yay! Let's talk about oh, that. Oh, Luke Gallows versus the Revival. <laughs> Which wasn't even a match. Well, because it's like, okay, you're running with the fact that you they got busted for shaving each other's backs a week ago. And then you have the Usos come up and be like, here, Us- this, this product is called Uso Hot. Really original name, by the way. Um, <laughs> no, it's Usi Hot. Usi Hot. Whatever the... F- it's the okay, very original name there. It's like here, put this on all you know everywhere. It, it'll help you, and then you come <laughs> so out. What are they shaping or something? Say, and then you then you come out. Then they come out, and it's like, yeah, we we made this. It should be working right about now. And then you have the revival, one of the best tag teams on the planet, rolling <laughs> rolling around the ring, jumping up and like scratching their ass on the ground like a dog does when it's got <laughs> worms, and. Then it's like, oh yeah, here's a bottle of water. This will help. And they get the poured all over it. It's like, oh yeah, we forgot to mention, water makes it worse. And they're running around. They're running around holding their nuts and shit, like, doing cartwheels and what else? Like what? I I, I don't. These are two of the best tag teams out there. And they're like, what? And it's like you have like this is like a little like fucking middle school prank idea. Like, it's two weeks in a row. What the fuck? No, it, it, it's like I don't, I don't knock a single person for being like I'm turning this crap off. Because several people did. Two point oh third hour rating. Because seriously, because seriously, who booked this shit? Say that's a who booked this shit moment. Like the whole raw was a who booked this oh, shit we know moment. Why it, we we all know why it's happening in revival. They turned down a five year contract. Some Vince's a bitter. But it's like it'd oh, be shit. more. It'd be more like it'd be more like respectable if you just had him go out there and get squashed. Then... No, because he wants to embarrass him, obviously. But it's just like, good God. You he's know. Their they're chafing? Which would be, how would they know? Did they look at their crotch or something? It, I mean, it's just like, you're, you're, you're broadcasting things like that, and you wonder why your ratings are so low. Because you just... Who's going to be sit there and be... like? First off, the booking's been crap for months now. And then you just when you think it can't get any worse, they pull some crap like that. So he's finding a way. And then I, you want to know why your ratings nearly dipped to below two million because of crap like that. Oh, don't worry. The best part is up next. Lars Sullivan of Blu-ray No Way Jose. Oh boy. Mm. And I'm supposed to care where. I mean, No Way Jose was, I'm sorry, uh, dead on arrival to the main roster anyway. Is he still having his green margarita hair? Yeah, he still got the green margarita hair. Okay. But it's like... You should know, Dave. Did you fall asleep? (laughs) Uh, Remember, I... You turned it off yourself after the revival. Exactly. He turned it off his damn self. A lot of people did. It's like, my, my thing is this. I mean... The the whole coming in and destroying because he did it on SmackDown tonight too, oh, and God. it's like this time it was our truth, but it's like the whole coming in destroying lower mid card people or indie whatever lower mid card whatever that only works for so long until you just don't give a shit, and it starts. Listen, sir. What. Firefly Funhouse Day? Did they? Yeah, I didn't they, watch they did, they, they did it. Hey, they did that? that, yeah. Yeah, they did the Firefly what, stuff this week. What was it, Dave? Uh, the poor little bunny died from Mercy. <laughs> the buzzard. The buzzard. 
Yeah, like, I just want to talk about something good because at least that. Yeah, because he wa- he walks into the he walks into the fun house and the the buzzard's eating something in the box and he pulls out the rabbit's head, and dismembered little body with all the fur and shit sticking out of it. And then the damn creepy doll start arguing with the buzzard. <laughs> Dude, that doll is badass. I don't know what you're talking about. And that then, thing is creepy. I'm gonna get you one for Christmas. Um, <laughs> no, you're not. It's like. Wait. And then that he has he I don't know if you know he started putting these like subliminal messages in his in his videos. Yeah, like the house burning down last week. And then it was like this one was like this this week's was like a set of gloves that he was wearing that said hurt and heal or I think it was hurt and heal something like that. I'm I'm not gonna quote that because I, I one of them said hurt. I know that much. And then it was like the subliminal message was like supposed to be like he was actually the one that killed the rabbit. And that he's still twisted on the inside, and sh- it, it's so badass. I'm actually quite enjoying it. Dude, they're playing like the Colt Bray Wyatt from the Wyatt Family in the inside, while he's trying to be this like then, new happy-go-lucky Bray. And then it's like at the end of the video, he has all these kids sitting around in the like on the floor of the fu- of the fun house, and they all look like they they don't have an expression on their face. They're all just sitting there like blank faced. And he's all cheerful and shit. And then, of course, he says his signature line. All you got to do is let me in. Bye, guys. Speaking of that, I do have a question for the audience. Who do you guys think voices the damn doll and the buzzard? I'm curious. I'm sure Alan is curious. Maybe Dustin's curious. So go ahead and let us know. Why would I not be curious? (laughs) Okay. We're all curious. Let us know know in the comments. I just know. I think we should start. I think we should start a GoFundMe so we can get Dave a bunch of those dolls for Christmas. No. Because Dave I mean, loves Dave loves the doll. No, I don't. Well, I mean, it's probably the best segment besides Sami Zayn, except for Sami Zayn's getting thrown in the trash cans. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Bray Wyatt was literally the only good segment this week. Uh, I, I, hey. I, I, I'm like, I just love the whole Firefly Funhouse thing. It's so badass. I was skeptical, but I actually like what they're doing with it. Yeah, so. well, it's one of the only moments of three hours that you can actually sit there and enjoy. Exactly. This, this match would have been cool, but we saw WrestleMania. Wasn't this supposed to be the big moment? Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE title. Not the Universal, but just the Raw title. The WWE title on Raw. Yeah. Again... <laughs> You know nothing's gonna dramatic's gonna happen because the whole night up until even before that match they were promoting Owens and Kofi at Money in the Bank for the WWE Championship. Ugh. And then they wait until after the match to say the lines of, "Well, at Money in the Bank it's still gonna be Owens and Kofi." Like, oh my god, no. you're supposed to say shit like that before the match. You're gonna you're supposed to say. Like, before the match, oh, if Kofi can make it out of this match, he'll face Owens at Money in the Bank, not, you know, promote the match as it still stands. It's like, that just takes away from the whole thing right there, because you obviously know how it's going to turn out. They they, they completely slash any unpredictability out of it immediately. But uh, then again, if booked right, they would have done that correctly. Oh, don't get me wrong. We, I get, you know, Kofi and Brian are great wrestlers. The matches are always good. Just yeah. like the culmination of the feud should have ended at WrestleMania. But like, no, yes. we're just gonna book it for every Raw hereafter because, well, See, yeah, we, we spent three, we spent four hundred bucks on WrestleMania tickets just to watch Raw. Apparently, because <laughs> <laughs> Raw's been the WrestleMania card for us like week or two. So essentially, I feel bad for the people that bought front row seats to WrestleMania and are now getting. <laughs> Feel bad for Lesnar guy and all those guys that uh, paid all that thousands of dollars just to watch Raw. Apparently, because yeah, oh, that's a booking business. WrestleMania on Raw every week. I mean, obviously, the thrill of WrestleMania week is what made up for it this year. Obviously. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, twenty twenty is the same way if the XFL launched two months before. But I, I, yeah, that was Raw. I mean, yay, yay! Okay, so the greatest show of all time. On a scale, of, okay, let's do individual grades here. On a scale of one to ten, how bad was Raw? A two point five out of ten. <sighs> I'd say two or three. 
I'm gonna probably I'm gonna probably put it at a at a two, a solid two. And the only reason it wasn't a one is because the Bray Wyatt segment was at least cool. Yeah. And you got Kofi versus Brian, which isn't a bad match. Even if the concept made absolutely yeah, no I mean, sense. The, ma- the match it's not not it never knocked the match. The match was good. So I mean that's why it's a two or three, not one. All right. So up next, Kofi Kingston for Sami Zayn and AJ Styles. They set up. Which, once again, makes no sense. Yep, because the whole night you're promoting the main event of Money in the Bank, one of the main events of Money in the Bank, and right oh. before the match, you promote it again. Well, like you mentioned before we got on, you know, what were you saying about Owens before he got on? That's a little foreshadowing of why this match is pretty, I mean, the match itself was obviously, once again, great, but the booking and the story like, the beginning of the show, Owens is, like, doing, like, a little in-car video it's like, you know what? I don't want to be, you know, today's my birthday. I don't want to be here. I don't want to, I don't want to, so I'm leaving. Uh, no, you're not. You're going to be back in the main event, and, well, you're going to beat up Xavier Rhodes. Again! Xavier Rhodes? Uh, Xavier, you mean shit. Xavier Woods? Rhodes, Woods, yeah, my bad. Hey, I can botch, too. Mania. I can botch, too. Shit. I'm human. I'm human. But it's like, I think it's... Why is Xavier Xavier getting the brunt of all this? <laughs> He's not getting his, beat up the most. <laughs> not his Money in the Bank opponent getting... Oh, no. It's like, what? Dude, did Xavier not invite you over to play fucking a new game when it came out or something? Jeez. Like, Owens even a gamer? Xavier is. I don't know about Owens. Obviously Xavier is. I mean, what did Owens want to come over and play some Madden with you and you said no? I mean, damn. <laughs> It makes no what? sense. Did you get sick from the pancakes, so you want to beat up Xavier Woods? Up next, we got Ali versus Andrade. That match was actually pretty good. The match itself was good. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, at least it somewhat made sense, too. Two money debate competitors, you know, in the same match going against each other. So that makes sense, at least. Yeah, and at, least they had it, at least the interference in the match with Randy Orton was made sense because he's in the Money in the Bank, too. And... Same. I mean, so there's that. That least... actually that actually made some sense for once. Hey, a bunch of contestants going to each other. You know what's usually what you do? Not freaking Braun Strowman going against Sami Zayn, even though he's in the Money in the Bank ladder match. <laughs> not going against, sorry, trashing him. <laughs> Literally. So, yeah. Up next after that, we get tag team title match. Oh boy. Hardy's naked, so this is this is what we get. The Usos was Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. Team uh, Fickle. Team Fickle, bro. Team no team like E Pla- Echo Planet, yo. Like for the planet, dog. <laughs> Eric Rowan does not look like he's for Hell, the planet. I, ain't nobody gonna like we've talked about many a times. Ain't nobody gonna sit here and convince me that oh Eric Rowan looks like a damn eco warrior. And is all for the planet because that motherfucker looks like he can down a couple cheeseburgers and some steaks in about two minutes. I feel like I've seen him put a hunting picture up, which is anything but eco friendly. Does that mean we're getting eco friendly tag titles? I I just want to know. I know Dave bought one, but I want to see this. I want to shut up, Dave. Yes, you did. Um, (laughs) I, I know Dave bought one. But uh, because he he likes things that are as ugly as he is. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I want to know the sales numbers on that. I really do. Oh, the eco friendly Yes, I want to know how many of those they have actually sold. Because those are, truth be told, some of the ugliest titles I've ever seen in my life. Uh, you probably get to see it again. Eco friendly tag team. Belt. Oh, cool. <laughs> you know what, Alan? I'm gonna buy you the eco friendly WWE title for Christmas. How about like how do you like that? Oh, God. Well, I mean, if you buy me the eco-friendly WWE title, then I'm going to buy you the Bray Wyatt doll. Oh, God. But here's the thing. It's like people are whining. You know, it was a good match. People are whining that Usos didn't win. But don't they want fresh? Exactly. Brian and Rowan are at least a fresh tag team that we haven't seen win the tag titles together. That's like, yeah, Rowan's been a champion, but he was with Harper at the time when he was a tag team champion. And it's like, and it's like, you know, you want you want fresh, new, and different. But then when somebody like the Usos don't win, you're bitching. 
kind of like Lacey Evans with that whole thing. Is the build-ups the best for Brian and Rowan or Lacey Evans? No, but at least they're new. Yeah, exactly. You got to take, in times like this in WWE, you have to take the small, little, really, 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 really small half-inch sizes of good that you can find. <laughs> Excuse you. Go with it. Oh, Dave, wait a admit yourself. <laughs> you have to take these little half-inch pockets of good that you can find and just go with it because it, it it's like it's new it's different are the build-ups there no but hell at least it's something new well don't worry we didn't get anything new the next segment the Miz attacks Shane McMahon hmm yeah the B, the B team yeah that must have been when I was that must have been when I ran out I didn't see that part one is pretty much, I mean, yeah, the B team was there. I know Dave was very happy about that. B team, B team, go, go, go. Go, go, go. So, yeah, pretty much, Rod, once again, we paid several hundred dollars to watch WrestleMania and we're getting another WrestleMania match. But I know they do a whole bunch of WrestleMania rematches for pay-per-views after. That's nothing new, but. Yeah, they do. And they do a lot of lot house shows with WrestleMania matches on it, too. <laughs> The WrestleMania Revenge Tour, they call it. Jeez. Yep. Up next, we got Mandy Rose and Sonya versus Carmella and the Ember Moon. Which, I have to say, though, the funniest part of that match was, I can't remember who it was on commentary. I think it was Phillips on commentary who uh, called Mandy, Mandy DeVille. That was funny <laughs> as hell. So, you know, it wasn't great. He, he you know sucks on I mean he's all over fapping over Mandy all match so he knows the name of her so Phillips <laughs> oh, that was that was funny as shit but that that Mandy was DeVille. that was my only takeaway from that really yeah I like Mandy and Sonya so I'm glad they want to I love me some Mella too but Mella's money I'm a huge God's Greatest Creation fan hell yeah I know if you were at, well, we're not like, gonna talk I'm I'm glad I'm glad Carmella's back to blonde though. I like her blonde hair. Yeah. I like her dark. I like her. I say I liked her dark hair, but her her blonde hair just it, it just like it really just like suits her more. And afterwards, we get Kari Saint Paige announces that Saint and Oscar are gonna face next week. Sonya and Mandy. Um. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Well, there's that. That's I like Kari, but really, this is what Oscar's come down to. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I mean, I mean, it's different. It's a different tag team match. I'm saying like, different. Like I said, at least we're getting something new. So I will take. Yeah, it's like it's something new. It's something. Like I said, you got to take them little pockets of good that you can find, and just roll with it. This is kind of new. The main events. Kofi versus AJ versus Sami Zayn for the WWE title. At least that's kind of new. I don't remember any of those combinations facing each other, really, for a title. Yeah, Once again, you know, unpredict- you know, the predictability of, you know, it kind of ruined the whole match. Yep. You already knew it was going to happen to me. Hey, at least we can say Sami Zayn got a WWE title. Has he ever had one? Not that I'm aware of. No. There's that. I mean, and also, at least AJ is getting a title shot before his universal title shot. Which makes no sense. Yeah. I, I don't know why you're saying that. Hey, double opportunity for AJ is always good, isn't it? Well, I mean, AJ and Kofi to ring together is a good match. All three of them is a great match. Once again, though, you know AJ wasn't going to win. You knew Sammy yeah. wasn't going to win. Yeah. Is Sammy even on the card at Money to Bank? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I really don't know the money to bank that card off the top of my head, so I'm trying to remember. But great match, but you know it was awesome to see. I'm a big Sami Zayn guy, and I'm a big fan of his friend at Orphanage. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I you he think, doesn't get in, so it's like I just still think it's so badass. You ask him about that. Well, I'm glad he gave me an update on Jericho. Yeah, guys, well. I'm, I'm happy he's doing... He's helping the kids. So, there's SmackDown in a nutshell. Just kind of raw all over again. 
Essentially. There's a couple different matches. Who booked this shit? And who booked this shit? But at least SmackDown seemed it was better than Raw. I would say. Yeah, SmackDown yeah, was uh, SmackDown was the uh, and not by much, but it was at least better than Raw, and it was actually at least at most a lot of parts watchable. See, so at the end of the day, like a thumbnail, I was gonna say, no, who books this shit? Like who? I mean, obviously Vince does, but why? Because it's I don't good know. booking, damn it! Like he doesn't care. That's why I worry. You know, we wanna. Possibly make a trip next year with the XFL two months before. Oh, I don't know how exactly that's going. Oh, uh, it's like we'll see. Uh, still going to be there, but is it going to be good? Is it going to be great? Good? Well, we don't know. Are you this sure we're going to be there? Be fun. We're not going to announce the trip for obvious reasons, but it should be fun. But you know, if the XFL launching two months, well, we have no idea what the. What the cards are going to look like, but the week and atmosphere itself should make up for it. Because I am very worried about the card. But so anyway... Money I, in the Bank this week or next? It's two weeks from Sunday. Yeah. Okay. That's giving it some build-up for once. Shocking. Well, isn't that because... Is it... When's the Saudi show? June 7th, I believe. June 7th. I don't know why it falls in May. Uh, why don't worry, it's a month away. We're a month... We're a month from, say... Well, today was a month away from WrestleMania, and then a month from now, it'll be Saudi Arabia. Ugh. Oh, Great boy. little two-month stand. Oh, boy. Oh, I guess let's wrap it up. Any closing thoughts? Who booked this shit? <laughs> Raw was... My closing thoughts, we love WWE. I know we sit here bashing. We want it to get better. It's just like, how do you take any positives from what we've been getting lately? I don't want it to do bad. I want it to succeed. I, WWE, I grew up on. I loved it. So it's like, I want it to do well. But unfortunately, when Vince doesn't care about his own product, it makes it very hard. And it's so apparent that he doesn't. And it's like, which makes you sit there and think, how, how are we supposed to care about it when the damn owner of the company doesn't? Like we've talked about, and I mentioned the headlock and talk. I think it's a test. Obviously, it's not. But it sure seems like it. Like, Who's my loyal fans, damn it? I'm going to make the product as bad as possible to see who supports me. That's what it feels like, truth be told. No bullshit. That's what it feels like. Maybe they'll stick around for Fox when it's better. If they can sit through now, they'll stay then. Because I'm hoping Fox will be the saving point with the edgy content they want. Yeah. At least SmackDown. Raw, well... <laughs> so who knows about that, but... Hopefully. So I do think it's a test, but... So I... Okay. Oh, I'm still there here. Was a, there, was a, there was a cut out there. Oh, okay. I'm still here. Hurry up. All I'm saying is, history is doomed to repeat themselves, so maybe if the XFL fails again, Vince will go back to being normal? I don't so, think it has anything to do with XFL. I just don't think he gives a crap. Uh, it's like, and the proper quote is, those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. But it, it's just like, I mean... Like I, I'm, I'm with Dustin. It just—it feels so much like he, it's like he just doesn't give a shit, and it's like because I, I, I've still, I still stand by the theory. The only reason he, he is the way that he is is because he doesn't have any true competition. People are gonna watch him regardless, whether it be for the all three hours or two hours. They're at least gonna tune in for something. Yeah, because yeah. they want because they love pro wrestling and they want something, to, you know, for Raw. I mean, obviously there's wrestling throughout the week, so. The only thing I think that's good about this, though, is the wrestling business benefits because, you know, more people are going to discover other wrestling promotions because they want something. Mm-hmm. I saw friends from WKU Pod was at Progress this week. Yeah, it's nice. Like it's going to give people a chance to explore new things. I guess that's good for wrestling business. And, you know, like I said, hopefully we get some competition. I'm not saying AEW is going to be that, but maybe something will come so we can start getting the business booming a little bit. If you <laughs> yeah. watch outside WWE, the wrestling business is actually doing pretty well. Like, there's a lot of success. It's doing, it's doing amazing. I don't know if maybe that has effect of WWE struggling. People are exploring new things or what. But my closing five is, you know, we, I tweeted out that we want some collabs here soon. So if you're a podcast and you got this far, of us rambling, maybe hit us up because we would love to work with you guys. You know, Hell yeah! Or even if you're not a podcast, you know, if you want to be a guest, we'd love to talk to you and hear your thoughts. I mean, 
you guys can hear ours, but maybe, I mean, I've seen some people tweet, like, very few, like, one out of a hundred, but I have seen one or two people tweet their wrestling, Raw was good. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, I would love to hear some That's what I mean. That. I'd love to hear their yeah. perspective. So, on that note, you know, hit us up if you want to collab or just be a guest and stay going, my friends. Deuces. Yeah, yeah.